0: Hello everyone and welcome to once again another episode of the Off The Rails Podcast. I am your host, Gregory, and today we have me, myself, and I. Sadly, uh, I did have some guests prepared and uh, scheduled, I mean, and ready to go, but uh, there was a snowstorm this weekend and that made it a bit tough to go anywhere. I couldn't even go to the gym, which was pretty tough, honestly. But uh, yeah, uh, so today uh, it's going to be a bit of a shorter episode, as the usual, when I do any solos. Last week was the longest, this might be one of of the shortest. I simply wanted to uh, be consistent and uh, uh, at least uh, uh, upload an episode this week, and it's not going to be something like it's forced, it's actually something that I really uh, would like to discuss, which is uh, usually the case, I am a big talker, so... uh, very rarely am, um, am I going to find a moment where I don't have anything to talk about. And today, uh, the really quick topic is going to be um, just how social media has uh, affected uh, our social uh, culture. And I know I've touched bases with this specific subject a couple of times before. With uh, other people in it, but not maybe exactly to this extent. So, what I mean by you know it's uh, how social media has affected our social culture. There's definitely have, there definitely have been some benefits to it, right? We're now able to communicate with people uh, long distances, and uh, we're uh, able to meet them, make new friends. And even date them. Uh, some people have even gotten married through the internet. And I think that's really cool. So there's definitely been a lot of uh, positive social impacts that social media has brought. But I think, what I would, and what I would like to focus on today, are the negative aspects of social media in terms of social um, culture. Especially uh, here in the United States of America, where I currently reside um and you know don't get me wrong i'm grateful to be here grateful to be an american um but there's definitely there's definitely a big difference between here and brazil uh and i say this a lot to a lot of people at work and a lot of people in general and they usually say you know here he goes again just talking about brazil but it's just so uncannily sad how different these two cultures are like i think it's great to have different cultures and backgrounds and stuff i think that's awesome But there's definitely some things that are different in one culture than the other that are definitely a bit sad because there didn't have to be that much of a gap. And what I mean by that is, in Brazil, and you can ask many Brazilians that, or if you ever met or hang out with um, some of them, you may realize that Brazilians are much more social on average than your average American is. And in Brazil, it's a bit more, it's much more normal to approach strangers, just in general, right? And here is a bit more complicated. If it's a guy and guy situation, it's easier. If it's a guy and girl, it's almost taboo. We guys have to really thread the needle um, because there, you know, there's definitely some bad seeds, some bad apples out there that ruin it for. I would like to believe most other guys that are, I believe, at least decently, at least decent people that wouldn't, you know, flip out on someone just because they got rejected. You know, I think part of life is accepting rejection. And yes, even though it may hurt, I don't think it's worth um, doing anything further than that. You know, if the person does not see you like that, they, know they, they don't see you like that. There's at least 3 billion other people uh, out there. And, you know, you just got to move on, except that it's not personal. It's the same way, like, if someone that you were, did not like tried to ask you out, I would hope that you would kindly reject them. And that's kind of the same thing. You know, like... Uh, you have to put try to put yourself in their shoes. You know, I don't think anyone should date someone who they who they don't like, or they don't feel comfortable dating. Depending on how you ask them, how you met them, and the, what uh, I guess what the overall what the situation is. And as what I believe that I am uh, a good guy, it's definitely tough to. Even talk to people, mostly girls, of course. Uh, strangers that you don't work with or you don't interact, you don't interact a lot with. Mainly because I mainly worry that I don't want to make anyone feel un- uncomfortable. You know, because I am not someone that can hold back on my like. I th- I'm really extroverted, really excited. I can, I can come off really strong and too strong for some people, where they think you know, um, they may Im- immediately think well, you know, what's this guy after? Even though all oh, I want is just to get to know someone uh, not even like a romantic basis. Like it doesn't need to get there. Like I, I have most of my, I think my only best friends so far in my life have, have all been females. I think overall I've, d- I've done much better with females compared to men. Um, I was raised by women, So maybe that has something to do with it. I was raised by one, two, three, at least three women overall in, in my household. Um, and I was taken care mostly by them while my, uh, Grandfather was working almost every single day, every hour of of, of every single day. So maybe that is why. But I just, I'm also not the kind of person who like. I think uh, for a decent part, boys like to bash on each other and other people as well more often than girls. I know girls can be very judgmental as well, but uh, I don't know. I I don't know. I just like uh, when it's the good of one or the good of the other. But definitely, mostly prefer hanging out with girls. Um. I just overall, like I said, I've been friends with them, best friends with them. Some people don't even believe that you can be just friends with a girl. I definitely think you do. When they, when they, uh, when they're taken or something like that, or you know, to an extent, they start dating someone. I try to back to distance myself a little bit from them, not entirely, but I try to give the guy that they're seeing uh, respect, the same respect that I would like to be given if it was the other way. Not that I would be upset if uh, with the person I was dating was talking to guys like friends, but the kind of person that I am, I like to talk a lot, to text a lot, and to uh, hang out quite a decent bit, play games online, and this and that. And it can definitely um, be a lot for some people, especially if they're, you know, have other priorities in their life, which is fine. Um, but that's what I personally like to do. Uh, and just respect you know, even if the guy tells me he's comfortable, it's more of a me thing than anything else, but anyway, yeah, so yeah so pretty much it's just uh the fact that like social uh, social media has gotten us so used to being able to text people right from far away, not having to go and chat to uh most people face to face, you can just go to instagram facebook you can just stalk them or whatever you can message them you can slide into their dms as some people say uh i like their photos you uh, you know what they're up to this and that and even though like the fact that you can text them and message someone um you might be interested in without having to approach them might seem nice there's the fact that it's that convenient to do it that to the point that it has taken a decent bit of the social aspect of just approaching people, you know, the old fashioned way. Anytime I am, you know, I, I have some of these questions, uh, many people that are, you know, they tell me, you know, uh, you know, back in my day, we, we would just go up to people and just talk to them. And yes, don't get me wrong. There are creeps on both sides, both sides, boys, the male, the man's side and the, and the woman's side. I definitely think there are more creeps overall on the men's side um, and that's you know, and I think those can be more extreme, more aggressive, and more um, dangerous than the woman one. Not saying the woman cannot be that dangerous, but I just think overall, statistically speaking, men can definitely uh take uh, the majority on that. But yeah, I, I just think it has the negative aspect is that people have gotten on a culture that it's already not that social, people have gotten even less social, and then you know, uh, people get depressed, they get lonely because you know, like someone like me, like I don't, anything that's not my style, I wouldn't feel comfortable. And when you're not comfortable, it can make that a person feel comfortable and it's a whole thing. But my style is more the aggressive approach and not even like, like aggressive, like, uh, like angry or like demeaning or anything aggressive is in like, I'm straightforward. I'm to the point. I'm, uh, Like really extroverted, like a lot of energy. I can definitely make a lot of people uncomfortable just by being genuinely me, which I I think is, I believe, to be a genuinely good person. But just like a lot of energy and like a lot of uh, some people would, some many people have said, a lot to handle sometimes, and I am fine with it. I take that as a compliment. But for some people, I can definitely make them feel uncomfortable, intimidated and threatened even as well and i think that's just you know really sad because there are probably people like that out there as well that don't mean any harm just once you get to know the person um but it's tough you know it's tough when you try to do something and then you might get seen as like a creep just because you did something genuine you know it sucks and uh you know some girls might even uh struggle with that too And i'm not saying it's just the guys but i think like once again i think statistically speaking once again guys most, uh definitely struggle more to approach women than the uh, the opposite for sure especially especially when you were when you were um when you're expected to be the first one to make a move or something like that or even to just start a, convers- a conversation uh with all that pressure of being seen as a creep or just having a really awkward conversation and, or situation and atmosphere in the end Especially if it's something like a workplace or something that you commonly go to, like a party, church, gym, things like that. So that's why I've toned down a little bit of my socializing, um, my social, my social butterfly um, mode because it's just uh, it's it's not healthy, you know. It, it, which is sad. It's not healthy to just be to try to be genuine and then just be see, just be being given that look like I'm the Like uh, I'm the weird guy, like the guy that's actually trying to do something genuine, trying to socialize with you, you know. Even like even other guys as well, and then you know that can kind of put a toe on you. So I just try to assess uh, assess the the situation a little bit better before even attempting to make uh, small talk. But yeah, just the fact that you can just text people online, just like scroll through Instagram, Facebook, and you can text anyone that you want and you're on your phone, you don't have to socialize. If you don't want to, or even if you want to, you can just, you know, uh, ignore it uh, and just use your phone to distract yourself from even wanting to talk with someone. And I I believe humans are social creatures, you know, like we're, uh, you know, allegedly allegedly scientifically speaking, we're descendants from the uh, chimpanzees, which is also, which are also, uh, or, you know, monkeys in general, which uh, are also very social creatures. We are very social creatures. We, um, some scientists even say that we should not be alone. Uh, that like a human being being alone for too long is really bad for our health, mentally and eventually physically as well. Uh, like for me, like I strive in social environments, but there's definitely some social environments that can be toxic. But if it's at least a, half de- a decent social en- environment, I think that's where I strive at you know, it's kind of like if you put a tiger in the ocean, and then you you say like, oh, well, and here I thought the tiger was an apex predator when he actually seems to be struggling in the water, you know, (laughs) and you can say that obviously in in a way you're right, but that's not where the tiger, that's not where the tiger is supposed to be, like if you put like a shark in the land and then you're like, well, the shark is not doing really well, he cannot really walk on land, struggles to get food, dies in <laughs> 10 seconds. Not really an apex predator, I think. And once again, you can say that and the things they said are true except for the last one. He is an apex predator on his own environment. If you put a shark on the water, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're not going to have enough breath to be able to say anything that you said before about him when he or she was on land, and if you put a tiger on the jungle, you may not even be able to see him to judge him before he uh, he's already feasting on your flesh. So yeah, it's all about like if you put someone on the right environment, they can really strive in just many ways. And I feel like expecting humans to, you know, like if you see all the stats that came out that Instagram apparently knew how bad, you know, um the app can be for mainly girls in terms of their uh confidence in their own bodies. You can see that it clearly has an effect on even on even your confidence. And the less confident you are, the less likely you might be to even try to approach someone, the less likely you are to believe that you're worth being taught being like uh, you're worth um uh like someone someone's time and that's, that and that can just create this whole uh cycle where it just breaks you over and over again more and more and more and i think it's just unfair and definitely uh ridiculous for anyone or if anyone has ever assumed that uh, like uh, a human being could survive in such an environment where uh socializing is not really seen as something normal uh i think that's absurd like is <laughs> like the same thing with the with, with the tiger in, in the jungle if you if you put some if you are a tiger in the ocean if you put a, an animal that's not meant to be there on that environment on on that environment it, it's not gonna sh- strive it's gonna struggle and it may eventually die and somewhat that can be said to uh humans as, as I was saying you shouldn't expect humans to be able to thrive in, in an environment that's not uh that doesn't really support socializing the ways that i believe humans were or like we were uh used to and we were kind of uh, genetically uh, made to you know like face to face or at least that's the way that i like it and you know it, it also has that um definitely has something to do as well with with rejection like uh or accepting it and like the less confident you are the less likely you are uh to be able to be able to the less likely you are to be able to take a uh, criticism well and that can and the less likely you are to be able to take a criticism or rejection well the less likely you are to ever try again and you, that will even crush your confidence even more you know and i feel like there should be many more programs or uh just things to support the idea you know that socializing is fine it's normal to teach kids how to deal with rejection you know believing that to help them believe that just because someone doesn't see their worth or someone doesn't like them that does not mean that they are unlikable and unworthy of anyone else it just means that that person specifically maybe like you can say like most people you know most people may not like you or find you attractive in one way or another but that doesn't mean that no one will. Um, and you just got to keep believing that, you know, you, 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 you just got to try it. And it's going to be, it's going to be a bitch. It's, it's going to hurt. You might feel like crying, like giving up, like never try again, like you're worthless. Like you're not worthy of talking to someone of that high uh, standard, you know, the, the person that you're building uh, in your head while you, when you haven't even talked, uh, when you haven't even talked talking to them talk to them yet which is also an unhealthy habit that I, even i still share with many of you to this day but it's definitely something that i would like to improve on and hopefully change in the future so so such things uh, so such uh, moments don't really happen anymore and i've definitely been getting better you know it's a process you shouldn't you shouldn't expect yourself to be good at first try like uh, forgive yourself if you stutter if you um allow yourself to stop speaking to forget your words that's normal but you gotta forgive yourself and remember that you can try again and you know (laughs) if anything try to come up with the best best excuse possible that you're not being able to like making any new friends or anything like that like go out there and try not with any everyone, because not everyone is worth your time. Some people will just play with your time and waste it. But if you can at least try, if you can at least give a genuine try, see, like feel the atmosphere, try to feel the person out, and see if they, you know, if they can be worth a shot, go ahead. But always remember that you should be your own priority. You should put yourself above others, not that, not because you're better or because you're worse, but because to you, you should always be your own main priority. And if you're worried about your looks or personality, think about it this way, right? If we were on a planet where the beauty standard was having, I don't know, three years or beauty standard was Yeah, yeah, let's go with three years. Three years. And you weren't there. Like your average let's say the I don't know, like someone like Brad Pitt went there. Breppe would be seen as hideous as ugly as different as someone that doesn't that doesn't fit in a uh, hideous creature that uh <laughs> that shouldn't be there and the lesson with and the the point that, that I'm trying to make is that beauty is indeed on the eyes of uh beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and I've learned that it's true because beauty is a subjective thing there's no there's not necessarily a rule or a law that defines exactly what beauty is or isn't. As we have seen throughout history, the beauty standards have changed. And some even say, oh, it's an improvement from back then, but not exactly. It's different. It might be an improvement to some or for some, but it is different overall. It is literally and factually different uh, for good chunks of it, right? So, yeah, like maybe... Your beauty may not be able to be seen by everyone here, but I believe that there might be someone out there for you that might see it in you, you know? You have to make you the beauty standard. And there's a chance that no one else in the world will agree that you should be the beauty standard for anything ever. But that's the thing, you know, like uh, not only does that show their own insecurities and their lack of uh, acknowledging their own beauties, and looks, but it also kind of you know just shows you the overall society that uh that we're living in, uh at the point where someone would just judge you for trying to be, you know, somewhat confident in yourself. And yeah, just like just ignore the masses, because most of them are just following what the trend uh or or where the where the trend goes. And try to make yourself your own, your own beauty standard, you know. Because, like I said, many people will try you to t- try to tell you that you should never be that you don't have the beauty to be a beauty standard for anything ever. But that's that's just them, you know. You cannot let them win because if you let if you agree with them and not with yourself, you are living for them, not for yourself. It, it is hard as all oh fuck. It is so hard. It's been hard for me. I've not gotten there yet, but I'm getting there every day. And like I said, people will laugh at you if you even say this, that that you are your own beauty center, but you should be. Maybe there's a world out there where you are literally the most beautiful person. Like if they come here to visit this planet, they will say that you are the most beautiful person in the world and like in the whole planet. Uh, Because once again, beauty is subjective to uh, everyone. Like some people that I find attractive, (laughs) excuse me, and just sneezed. Um, some people that you may find attractive, other people will not find attractive. For example, many people find Rihanna, JLo, and Beyonce to be uh, beautiful people. And another sneeze, come here. Good Lord. Okay. Oh, as I was saying, uh, well, many people may find Beyonce, Rihanna, and JLo to be beautiful, uh it's not that i don't find them beautiful but i don't find them attractive uh, at all oh sorry uh i don't find yeah i don't find them attractive like i'm not attracted to them like they're not ugly like to me the word ugly doesn't exist because ugly is applying that everyone thinks that way and maybe, maybe people many people will still use that to try to hurt you even more but to me there's attractive and not attractive because like i said i'm trying to be to speak as if not as if, because I am knowledgeable of the fact that beauty is subjective and literally on the eye of the beholder. So, um, that's my train of thought for a second. Hold on. So yeah, I don't find them, uh, I don't find them attractive, but many people do. I find some people attractive, but many people that I will say, are you dude, really? The person's like this or that. I try to like grade them, but I think the person's like gorgeous it literally depends like it, it and if you really doubt me try doing this experiment like i don't know try to ask someone like go to find some celebrities or something like that or people that are might already be on the public eye and ask if one of your friends might find she or him attractive or go on social media and see how many people don't find the person attractive i've, I've known people like, uh, I've, I have someone close to me that does not think that, like, ripped, being super ripped is attractive. That That is actually an uh, unattractive feature. That's too much muscle, uh, they say, that is, like, it doesn't look healthy and it looks ugly even. Uh, Some people don't think that people have, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, bodybuilder um, physique that are attractive at all. Like, they may be hot because of the muscles but not necessarily attractive to them like i said like the fact that society has been trying to put the standard of beauty probably to sell makeup products and things like that make people making making people even more insecure therefore making them even more money since they'll be looking to improve their looks because of the society that they helped that they helped shape and what the society sees uh as they have shaped to so uh, to consider a a, uh, a what's considered what what society what the society that they have helped or they have manipulated to a point uh, considers to be pretty or attractive. So I think that these all of these things have played a huge role and have been drastically um, influenced by social media, uh, sadly for the worst. Um, you can definitely find a lot of motivation in, in social media, Instagram, and places like that. But with motivation, you you might be discouraged because some people do use steroids, some people don't, but many people sadly do. And you might find unrealistic body goals. Even when someone is, is an actor that doesn't use steroids, you have to remember that they're getting paid to work out. Imagine you, if instead of, instead of working like a nine to five, you were getting paid to work out not saying it's easy but you're getting paid to do it every almost every day you're getting paid to do it you have someone that is helping you prep meals or to prep your meals for specific uh, amounts of calories protein fat carbs all this and that so yeah it's, uh, it's it can be pretty tough out there for many people especially youngsters who uh, whose brains are still developing and are like a sponge that would just suck in information and uh, definitely way easier to manipulate and to um, and to install something in in uh, which uh, many people many grown-ups will see it as complete BS and obvious BS uh, because you know they're still like i said they're so young their brain is developing and anything new uh, that they learn, they might just accept it as true if so many people are saying it and um, believing it as well. Which uh, has also like, which has also been a pretty big thing with social media because you can see other people's ideas, their comments, their posts. And if uh, you're young and you're thinking, "Oh, if everyone believes that, if my classmates are saying it, if my crush is saying it, then it must be true." And then, as they get older, and they may not learn for the best, that might get stuck to to their brain so much that it may get to a point that it will be pretty harsh and extremely difficult to change from there. So, yeah, it's just uh, it's just really sad. It it, it's like it's a whole cycle of insecurities and. You know, some people are uh, not being raised to respect women or men, right? And then the bad apples or the, you know, the bad uh, one, two bad apples will ruin the bunch. I make things even worse for the good apples that are out there. Which you may even believe or may not believe even exist for, you know, both men and women. But I sure do, you know. And listen, if you're being genuine and you really like someone and they reject you and you're mad i understand you you know being mad annoyed disappointed sad that's normal but don't come screaming at them because if you really like that person you wouldn't force them to do anything that they don't want to or feel anything that they don't feel because it's kind of the same way of like people that said that they love someone and yeah, they treat them badly it's like if you love them you wouldn't treat them badly and let's say that the person leaves you, or they break up with you, or like I said, they reject you, and you get mad at them because you did something. You know, you did all this for them, and they 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 own you, uh, they uh, they owe you, and they and that they they should be with you because of this. You don't deserve them because if you were if you were doing that genuinely, you wouldn't be expecting anything back. Now, of course, if you do a lot for them. And they don't even appreciate it, then that's your cue to leave them. If someone's not going to appreciate your efforts. Stop. You're wasting it on them. And you may not believe that there's someone out there who might appreciate efforts, but you may be wrong. I, I've been proven wrong a couple of times, and I believe that so can you. But if you keep settling for people that are not going to appreciate your efforts, don't be surprised when you know, or don't be, or don't be mad at them when. Uh, there was writing on the wall the whole time. And of course, it's, it's, fine, it's, it's okay, it's right to be, if you're upset, angry at them, you know? Doing so much for someone and they don't do anything back or appreciate anything back hurts. But if you're expecting something back, that's the only reason why you're doing it, stop. They don't owe you anything. If they didn't ask for it, or even if they did, you willingly did it. So they don't, owe, they don't owe you anything. They don't owe you a relationship just because you were nice to them every day. If you were nice to them every day, and they're not appreciating it, or they are, and then they reject you, you should, be the, you should grow up and deal with it, men and women. Don't expect people to just worship you just because you were nice to them. That's extremely toxic. Extremely toxic. If you were genuine, you would, yeah, be hurt, disappointed, sad, maybe a little depressed, but you wouldn't be mad at them because of all the things you did for them. You show them who you are, or I hope who you are, and they saw who you are. They see you physically, they see your character, and they and they don't find and they don't find that attractive enough to the point where they would want to date you. And that's fine because think about it. If if the opposite was true, if you were in their shoes, and a girl that you don't find attractive, either physically or mentally, you know, for example, for me, it has to be both. So if it was only one or the other, I would try to respectfully reject them, you know. And there's also a right way to reject people as well. By the way, folks, you know, there's a bad rejection where you make them feel bad and awful and ugly and insecure and disgusting. That's a whole different story. But if you're You know, if you know how to reject people, you say, I appreciate your feelings. Thank you very much. It really, you know, it means a lot, but, you know, try to mean your words. Um, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. But I, I don't feel the same way for you. That's it. Just playing honestly, trying to be nice, trying to be kind, respect their feelings, appreciate their feelings, because there are many people out there who would love to be told that, you know, someone's in love with them. Which could even you know potentially save their lives even you know that's that, that's how um sadly that's how some people uh have uh have um right now and in the past and sadly in the future as well so no matter if you get even a hundred mm-hmm. um like if a hundred people ask you out on a day in like the the course of a month even if they're doing like in a weird, bad way, try to at least, you know, in, like inside your head, appreciate that, you know, cause many people, like I said, many people out there don't even get it. Sure. Many people, like I said, will try just to ask you out just to have sex and, you know, leading you on because if they want to just have sex and they tell you that, and then you agree that's, you know, one thing, but if they are just trying to play the game along just to get that out of you completely different like i said there's nothing that i will say that it's going to be it's going to fit everyone's perspective and ideas of what is right to say and like w- nothing that i will say will completely embrace uh every single possibility and alternative but i hope that you folks can understand that uh because i don't think anyone would be able to do that uh, unless they're trying to make an extremely long conversation out of just like one main Uh, sentence that could be way shorter if they just accepted the fact that people just need to ask questions if they're confused on exactly what what people mean and uh, a bit more understandable to the fact that you cannot always like when you say something it may not apply to everyone or in every single uh, scenario you know it's never not it's never usually a hundred percent but anyway you know, if, if there's, like, some nice people that you've been asked out by and that you kind of rejected them and things did at least decent, you know, try to at least be glad that those people even felt that for you. Because, like I said, many people would love for that to happen to them. And don't feel bad, you know, rejecting people that you don't really feel connected with. Sure, it might be scary if the person is creepy or scary. But um, if it's none of those situations just reject them you know don't play with their feelings anymore don't don't do it out of pity because i personally would try to never do that because i personally hate hate pity myself and i don't try to pity anyone else because i don't like the fitting up the feeling of being pitied on so yeah, uh, thank you very much, everyone, for listening to episode six of the Off the Rails podcast. I'm your host Gregory, and thank you very much for listening. By the way, if anyone here is, uh, has ever played Dragon Ball Z, but I think actually one, two, or three, or all of them, um, or two of them, uh, the fourth one is coming out. Yes, you've heard that correctly. I was on YouTube a bit ago, and I watched the trailer for the alleged fourth one that is coming out with all new characters, and with the super storyline as well. So if you're a Dragon Ball fan, please rejoice. Head to YouTube. I'm not joking yeah. It should be there on uh, Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaishi trailer. I am extremely excited for it. When I saw it, I got off my uh, chair and I started p- punching the air really hard and really fast. I'm, I'm pretty pumped for it. Um, Besides that, please uh, read the description down below. If you have any questions or comments, please uh, write them down, type them down. Uh, If you're listening on Spotify, you should be able to um, possibly write a a review somewhere. And if you do, you can ask some questions. You can go to our website and check them out as well. uh, We have a Facebook, we have an Instagram, a YouTube um, channel where you can leave comments uh questions things like that and you may even have a good chance of uh having your answer i mean sorry your question or comments being discussed briefly on a episode of the off the Rails podcast uh so with that being said i'd like to thank everyone for listening thank you very much for your patience we will be having many more guests soon if things do go as planned um appreciate everyone listening it really does mean a lot you know I uh, <laughs> I really was a bit hesitant on starting this but uh, people have been really supportive of it uh, co-workers friends family and I really appreciate all the support that you guys give me I would not be able to do this um, you know as well uh, without you uh, giving me the views even if you don't like it thank you for at least trying I do appreciate the effort a lot and i do love and i do love and respect honesty so with uh, once again (laughs) thank you very much for listening to episode six of the off the rails podcast i'm your host gregory thank you for listening and we will talk soon have a nice day have a nice night have a nice evening and good night